We're not recording, are we? <laughs> I'm glad my mic is a bit half. Uh, Ed, Ed's got that. We're definitely video recording. So. recording. <laughs> do we need to clap or whatever? We, we will do before we start. Yeah. Can you do a Mick Jagger clap? What do a Mick Jagger clap? <laughs> we, maybe we should all do that. Yeah. All right, and on three. Yeah. One. Wait, on three or after three? Are we doing? A, are we doing a Jagger clap? After three, then. After three. Yeah. So a, a test run. One, two, three, clap. <laughs> Test run. We need to do oh, it. oh. Yeah. alright, cool. Alright, so one, two, three. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, yeah sweet. Alright, so yeah, tight men. Tight men, back, back yeah. again. Yeah, like six episodes. Cool. Hello. Alright, cool. <laughs> Before we get started, I have some like, like listeners' comments. Like Big Tom out there. Like, what? Like, hello, you Big Tom. You. Yeah. He's had some. He's had some feedback. He's basically said like. um why are these guys always picking on Arsenal? Oh, oh God. Oh, is, it, is this yeah, the one that you're trying to convince everyone isn't an Arsenal fan? And he, he just made him up. Yeah. He, yeah, there is no is Big it, Tom. Is he an Arsenal Big Tom fan? is you, Ed. It's Big Tom Ed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Big Tom's Edward. a legit real person. Edward, is he an Arsenal fan? Why does that matter? Because it, because it does matter. Is he an Arsenal fan? Another another comment he made. I think, oh, like, right. Should we move on like, now? When we were talking about Game of Thrones, you said um, Sean Bean is from Scotland. When Sean Bean? Yeah, yeah. We were talking, you mentioned Sean Bean. Pretty sure I didn't say he was from Scotland. Sean Bean? Did, Sean Connery? No, 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 no. Seriously. Apparently, he's basically, Big Tom says this. He's a listener, so I guess you did. From Scotland? Yeah, but apparently he's from... But he's Sheffield. from like Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have said he was yeah, from Scotland. Like, he's big, a northerner. Big Tom, big Tom said. So big Tom's lying. I show, show me the clip where I said that. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll big Tom, back. if you're out there, can you uh, write to us? No, that's <laughs> it. I was saying, what's his name? Rob Stark was from Scotland. Not. We were talking about Rob Stark. Scottish. It wasn't Sean Bean. Hey, Big Tom letting us down. Hey, Big, yeah. hey, Big Tom, you're not listening right. right we were talking about Actually, Star. you know, he's our only fan, so I think <laughs> exactly. we should... Take it easy. Yeah, yeah, I like you, Big Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big Tom's a... Thank you for the no, but we, yeah. we were definitely talking about Rob Stark. He's, I didn't say Sean. Guy. I knew Sean I knew Sean Bean was from Sheffield, so I wouldn't have said that he was from hey, yeah. maybe, maybe Scotland. Maybe you know now, but back then you didn't know, Shane. What can I say? No, that's rubbish. Is he an Arsenal fan or not? Why does that matter? Because then his points are irrelevant. What do we want to talk about? Because then it's bias. If he's an Arsenal fan, it's bias. Maybe, it's, maybe it should be biased account the anti-Arsenal bias that goes on in this podcast for you guys yeah. wow man alright anyway what do we want to talk about what was that whether Big Tom's an Arsenal fan or <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a new, new topic or, or like Jazz you're, you coined the term I, did, I didn't coin it I oh, read really? it somewhere oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I was giving you credit but, yeah, I know, I'm not, but I'm not going to put that out there into the atmosphere so right, cool. taking ownership for that <laughs> <laughs> Jazz has got far too much integrity for yeah, that yeah. <laughs> So Theresa May's exit. Yeah. Trexit and European elections, yeah? Yeah. Did any of you vote or did... I voted. I, I didn't vote. I actually abstained this time around. Oh, really? Yeah. I did, yeah. Did you vote? I voted. Just me and you then. You didn't vote either? Nah. Again? To be quite honest, I kind of felt it was... God damn it now! I kind of felt it was a little bit pointless. Yeah, I didn't know who to vote for. Now, to be honest, I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I was yeah. kind of, up until the last day, I was a bit like, what is this all thing? What is this for? It's basically, we had this election because we failed to leave yeah, yeah. we said we would but we're going to leave anyway so it's a bit of a point it's a bit of a point it seems thing, to be less it? about the actual purpose of the election and more about making statements either brexit party makes a statement by winning most of the seats to show that people which, which they did yeah exactly yeah so yeah. what so what was the point all the remain parties get seats which they didn't to show that people want to remain or well, they did yeah 
Look, we're not going to remain. They did get, so, yeah, they did. So, so what you're, what, so what you're saying, they yeah. done, they done oh, well. So what you're saying, it was like a pseudo second referendum. That's, that's kind of what it was being pitched as, but like it's kind of like, and that's what it, and that's what the parties pitched it as, but, as well, though. But really, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. the Brexit parties basically formed because Nigel Farage said, you know, the Conservatives haven't, we haven't, we should have left on 29th of March. Yeah, we haven't. Um, so I'm setting up, and I'm, I'm, I want to. I want it to be a sort of mini referendum on the fact that we should leave with no deal. Ridiculous. See, that was th- that would be okay if I actually listened to the Brexit party. So I, I didn't. I didn't they turn out because they, I didn't honestly, know. They had a yeah. huge market. Like they were. Uh, I, I got some stuff through the post. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I was the only one who yeah, didn't. Edward, you did as well. Yeah. I haven't. I, I didn't get anything. Oh, so you didn't get anything. He knows. He knows he could count on your vote already, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he saw that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then on the other side, though, the Lib Dems, Greens, Plaid Cymru, SNP, they all put forward the fact that we need a, a second referendum. Oh, really? So, yeah, it was definitely a proxy yeah. for, uh, on the one hand, uh, pushing towards a no-deal exit, and on the other hand, uh, pushing towards a second referendum. And that that's basically what the the outcome has shown, that, that the sort of the middle ground occupied by Labour and to degree the Tories has sort of evaporated. To be quite honest, I don't, I don't think that there's going to be any chance that we remain in Europe anyway, which is why I kind of thought it was a bit pointless to go out and vote. Um, there's not going to be a second referendum. What will happen is, is we'll either leave with a sliver of a of a deal yeah. or we'll leave with no deal. That's Those are the two options on the table. I mean, as, as I'm a Remainer, I would love us to remain, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So I heard that um, uh, Theresa May, she's got two two appointments in Brussels, isn't she, before she leaves? She has, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so there, there, there might be some movement they're probably before not she move. moves no because she's but she, i saw her um I, I, I suppose you call it her departing speech um and from the sounds of it, it she's not going to be the one to take us forward anyway so i'm not sure what she's going to be doing in brussels it can't be negotiating a deal were you guys upset that um she left i was no. upset that she cried at the end i thought man up to reason up yeah because uh, you know you don't want to see why did you buy that did you buy it and all that was no I, I understand that and the, the empathy levels yeah fine but that was all too to soften and to as the big feel sorry for me and realistically she's cocked it right up plus and, and beyond that as well like how much other shit has she done and she hasn't cried about but she cried because well this is it what annoyed me about in the NHS and yeah. the, and what the annoyed me about the situation yeah. Yeah. not a single tear as Home Secretary she was a hard yes she was <laughs> she was a hard woman Same and words. like all of a sudden you become the pm and then you're going to show us a bit of emotion at nah, the end of your departing all, speech all I, I reckon it was staged i reckon there was some no, I, 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 I don't think she was crying i don't think that was real i felt i think she was crying because she knew that she'd cocked it right maybe on. that's it maybe she's crying at her own failure rather yeah. than she's crying I, I, because i just think that you you enter when you when you get made PM, you probably have these sort of delusions of grandeur that you're going to change everything. Like her big yeah. thing was to not be the the Brexit Prime Minister, was to be the sort of person who tackles the burning injustices, and she's basically failed at that. Well, she did have Brexit on her hands. I mean, if if Brexit wasn't there, perhaps she would have been a better yeah, PM. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. But her her aim was to not just be the Brexit Prime yeah. Minister, and she's not even going to be the Brexit Prime Minister. She's yeah. going to be the person who wasted. It's years. quite similar, and I don't really, really want to compare her to Obama, but it's quite a similar to how. Obama being the first black president inherited a load of shit so rather than him being able to put his stamp on being president with healthy coffers he, he took over at a time when all he was doing was basically trying to fight but statistically he's, he's, he was the worst performing president of all time yep. because he had no money was he? really? I didn't based know. on yeah. what? 
As in, like, f- um, following through his manifesto and actually getting things done. Yeah, but that, that, that's not his fault. That's no, not no, his no, fault. That goes saying, statistically, he was the most ineffective US president. That's their governmental time. system. I mean, because of the majorities in the... In, is it the Senate or is it the House of Representatives? I can't remember. Senate. 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 Yeah, because, yeah. Of, because of the majorities, a lot of, the, a lot of his policies that he wanted to push through got overturned before yeah. they reached. And the Senate can be made up of um, everyone else from the opposing party as well, yeah, can't it? Yeah, indeed, yeah. So if indeed. you're trying to put through things... Yeah, he's it, basically operating with no majority. Plus, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. one of my old bosses, he's, he's dead now, God rest his soul, he actually said when Obama got into power, he said that, you know, uh, it's a great historical moment, but he said, I feel sorry for the guy because he's inherited a load of shit, basically, and he won't be successful just because of the, the shit that he inherited before he became president. So... Is, is Theresa May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is Theresa May in the same sort of situation where she's inherited um, the country in a state where half the country wants to leave Europe, half the country doesn't want to leave Europe. We're all umming and ahhing. We're all fighting each other, and she has to she has to find some sort of deal or some sort of thing that's palatable for both sides. I, I kind of feel like she was in a bad situation to begin with. So maybe if she didn't have Brexit on her hands, maybe her tenure would have been a lot better. I think the best metaphor is she had like basically a duff hand at the table and she played the worst buff yeah. anyone could play. Yeah. Right? Uh, the When she was powerful, so before the 2017 election, when they had, uh, when the Tories had a stable majority, um, she basically just pandered to, to parts of her party to try and, you know, she, she, just to, to not create any compromise and then once she lost the power she was like she she still continued until the 11th hour saying you know brexit means brexit all these vacuous phrases to suggest there's no compromise and in the end she had to sort of stumble and really try to pull together a coalition because she realized she doesn't have the votes to back her deal yeah like she politically she played the whole thing terribly but and not that's not to say she didn't have a bad starting position but she played a bad, a weak hand poorly. So what we're saying is that um, irrespective of the position that she inherited, she is essentially a bad politician. But to be fair, I think she, um, I'd say, yeah. She's a bad politician. Uh, my opinion would be, yeah. yes. Are we all in agreement? Are we all in agreement? She lied about the snap election as well, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she said, she said she was she was never going to do one and, and then bam. She yeah, why was that? I, I could see no pressure from anywhere for her to call a snap she, election. A, it was a snap the two election. advisors who said that. Um, oh, the ones that got sacked. Yeah, it was all that. Do you remember? It's just, I mean, there's so many things to come to mind. Like in her in her speech, she had the um, audacity to talk about uh, compromise not being a, ba- a dirty word. Yeah. Yeah, actually fast rewind sort of 18 months and wasn't it the headlines uh, crushed the saboteurs and that's why it went, when it was her face on the Daily yeah. Mail and that's why she did the, the she went for the election in 2017 right okay to sort of because ha- she thought Labour was so weak she could win like a that's what majority. she thought she thought that she was going to wipe Labour out pretty much yeah and then she yeah. didn't she didn't she didn't realise that Corbyn was a, well Corbyn was a bit of a but it's a campaign at the time a revelation I mean, wasn't it if, if she campaigned better then she maybe could have. But Possibly. Yeah. I mean, her campaign was relatively non-existent, wasn't it? But I remember, like, I think the she... Dementia just, tactics. Yeah. yeah. Also, just when she's not... When she talks to people... When she has interviews, she doesn't really seem... She's, there's no. no charisma. Like, people didn't really want to her. I think. She I seems quite disconnected fo- when she speaks, doesn't she? focusing yeah, yeah. on her shoes as well a lot and, like, about her... Was she wearing, like, 1,500-pound shoes one day? I suppose that's the thing, maybe being a female politician. That, that, that yeah. 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 When was the last time we commented on a man's shoes? That probably quite. A no, I think yeah, because they they were saying. I think it was. Um, it might have been. Um, uh, was it the ambulance service funding that was cut? 
and I think it was shortly after that she was wearing a pair of fifteen hundred pound shoes. Okay, I see. and it was you know that sort of thing, and it was plastered all over the the front page. It's concerning though when when we talk about charisma as a sort of like you know a, a parameter for being elected, because then you think on the flip side of that with Boris Johnson, yeah. it seems like that's all he's got. Even though I don't really find him that charismatic, but people often say he's you know he's got all that sort of Hitler had charisma. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and then that's a, so that's the worrying thing with the whole. That sort of vibe, because who do you guys think now is going to be the next or take over? How many people have put their name in there? Yeah, there's been loads. I've heard, I've heard Boris Johnson. I've heard Gove. I've yeah. heard Rhys Moggs. I doubt he would stand um, for Mogg's anything. Is he not there? Sajid, 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 Hunt. Hunt yeah, and uh, I forget the lady's name. Uh, Esther, and there's another lady. Uh, there's another. Um, what's uh, I forget her uh, name. Liz Trust. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Liz Trust. Um, the one I who resigned. Like even though Liz. Oh, and, and, and I'm Andrew pretty right. sure uh, Liz Trust. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she ruined the prison service when she was in I mean, charge. They've all ruined something. <laughs> <laughs> Gove ruined education. <laughs> pretty much have yeah. Go- Gove ruined education. NHS ruined the yeah. Hunt ruined the NHS. Chris Grayling has literally single-handedly ruined the transport. I don't want to talk about Chris Grayling. So what does that mean? That you have to actually ruin. There's all these funny memes going around about Chris Grayling, and it was there was like ones with all the milkshakes and stuff like that, and there's something about he threw a milkshake at himself and missed. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was there was a picture of a a building that had just been um, under destruction, so it was like halfway down, and it was like this is. um, this is the aftermath of Chris Grayling throwing his hat into the ring for the <laughs> <laughs> it was like half a building was destroyed. It was a good one I heard about Shazid uh, Javid today. Um, so, so, you know, when a racist guy says, I, I can't be racist, I've got a brown friend, they're oh. actually talking about Shazid Javid. There's <laughs> <laughs> only one brown friend. But to, to be honest, it looks like uh, the prerequisite to being in the, in the frame for PM is that you have to ruin a, de- a government department. You have to have ruined at least one government department. To be department. fair, though, it, what he said about the Windrush thing that he yeah, he yeah. would he would go out of his way to uncover what actually happened and all this sort of stuff and then was it 48 hours later he then set about um, making the file secret yeah yeah okay so there's and, and also I mean we're, we're getting a bit off topic here but his handling of the whole Shamima Begum thing I thought was completely off colour I thought he basically uh, played to his base basically. yeah played to it up because he didn't want a tour like the, the uh, a lot of you know, Middle England to say, "Oh, you're 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 from a yeah, you're Pakistani heritage. Her, yeah. You're you're taking it easy on on someone." I mean, um, but no, to, to the to going back to the uh, EU elections, though, the, the way it will, I think, influence what happens next is um, you're going to see this this race for the Tory leadership. They're going to basically be trying to out Brexit the Brexit Party because yeah. they're all worried about you know if a general election gets called or if they they aren't seen to be as cutthroat as Nigel Farage. Um, then they're not going to they need to appeal to their member base really which means that the other important issues that we deal with in society are going to get swept under the carpet again or they're going to get neglected I mean this is the this is the issue I mean in our in our previous Brexit pod I actually said it's a massive distraction because we have we have so many other issues we have knife crime we have so many other things that we need to be dealing with but it all kind of gets sidelined for this this Brexit thing this Brexit project if you like I mean it's Again, this is what's going to happen. So when we do have this leadership uh, run for the next Tory Prime Minister, they're all going to be talking about Brexit and all of the other issues are going to, uh, are going to be sidelined for Brexit again. Just as a quick one, do, do you think um, that when, when she steps down, do you think uh, she'll call a general election? Yeah. No, so no, 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 no. She, she no. can't, though, can she? She, she can't, can't no. no. I think, I think she can't. 
Yeah, I think I think the new person has to be voted in, and then he or she can call a general oh, election. Do, so, do you think there's a general election? election? It's no, a party no, vote, though. Know. It's not. It's not a public vote. So it's we won't vote. Christmas. Yeah, we won't vote for the next <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'll be the Tories voting for their next yeah, leader. Exactly, yeah, exactly. so it won't be us as the people voting no, in no, the next. No, 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 no. But when that person gets, yeah, Will there then be a general election? Well, it depends on how much clout this next person's got. If they don't have a whole lot of clout, then I think the only thing they can do is call a general election. Turkey's calling for Christmas, but then that's. That's giving the impression that Labour's ready to take over, and I don't think they're not. They're not. No, no, no. no. I'm not. No, I think both major parties, after showing today, are are really afraid of a general election. And and to your point, Shane, I think what what we might see happen, and what the the most one of the most likely outcomes now is you get a Boris or a Esther McVeigh, Dominic Raab, the other guy who's running. They're all sort of quite hard line, and they're basically like we're leaving on the 31st, with or without a deal. We don't like the deal we've got. There's just not enough time to renegotiate, even if the EU were up for it, which means basically leaving on. WTO terms and then the question of having a general election comes down to whether there's a confidence vote or not and that and to do that you need a two-thirds majority in in the house of parliament so you'd need you know 75 odd i don't know the numbers but a decent chunk of from their own party though not from not cross party for a no, no, vote of confidence party, for vote of confidence in the yeah, prime minister yeah, to, oh really yeah uh, yeah to to, to to vote confidence in the government i think and right then, and, and it call a general election yeah so because it's all it's all to do with the fixed term parliament act now so after um, the conserv- uh, after coalition government came in, they yeah. they had a fixed term parliament act. That that means that you can only have a um, a general election every five years, yeah. unless uh, unless the governing party call it or um, there's a two thirds majority for one. And the only way and and so what you would need is enough Tory rebels to not go along with a, a no deal Brexit to call one. And as anyone's guess, if that actually happens, who knows? Well, it depends who gets who who gets appointed the next lab, uh, next who, who conservative like? leader. You're asking me to choose between shit and piss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, best, the best of a bad bunch, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's tough. That's tough. Though, right? yeah. <laughs> Just if we're talking about it, yeah. Yeah, but would you want any of them? No, no, no. But if you had to choose. If you, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, think we're, I think politically we're knackered. Yeah. We are as it stands at the so moment. That's, that's a good. We point. are. There's there's think, no decent. But well, there's no decent it's politicians like I've said, left. I said to you before. I've got no affiliation to any political party whatsoever. Um. And I genuinely believe that we are knackered when it comes to next in line. We just need some stability. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah. But who's going to give you that? I mean, they've That's all got radical I mean. ideas. Johnson's got radical ideas. Gove's got radical Let's ideas. Let's be honest. Hunt is Johnson's prob- a To be quite honest, Hunt is probably the most placid out of the lot. No, that guy's oh, just. I have a lot of friends who are doctors. That, no, no, but yeah, I mean, in, ter- my, in, ter- my, in terms of in terms of being placid, NHS Hunt is probably he's, he's, he's probably he's probably the most. The no, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's the best option. I'm just saying he's the most placid out of the bunch. But I mean, when you look at them, but Boris' his, his personality or his views are placid. No, no I just think he, I think I think him in terms of his views as well. He he's far more placid. I mean, Johnson has some quite radical ideas. Gove is so hardline, like you wouldn't want him in power. Trust, I think she's pretty inept. To be quite honest, I, I don't rate her there, as a politician a at all. Of, like very moderate guys. Uh, there's a guy called um, Rory Stewart. Who's yeah, I've a, heard a lot about. Yeah. He, so he's in the he, he's he, in the he running as well, right? Okay. Occupy this middle ground. Um, he's the ex prisons minister, but he just won't get in because ultimately it's a Tory um, base that votes the next prime minister. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at a, you know, a hundred thousand people from all a certain type of uh you know a certain age certain racial background certain sort of social class all very very pro hard brexit yeah he's not going to get looking so i i personally i think it probably be dominic robb 
which is I think is quite frightening. But Rory Stewart, he's probably he might know that, and I suppose getting his name out there now would be good. It'd be good for the future, essentially, when things okay, settle so down. Yeah. yeah. So for when them, we I guess. when we've got tax cuts and uh, you know. Uh, no deal Brexit happens. We can at least look to the future. Okay, so so when is when is the next scheduled election, uh, general election? Twenty twenty two. So so we'd have to have them in. Oh God, wow. Three I'm years. sad now. I'm I'm leaving the pod. <laughs> <laughs> no bloody twenty twenty three years of. Oh, wow. Well, so all we can do is hope for another snap election, whoever gets in. No, no, I, I think there is a chance that there could be an, uh, a general election called anyway. Because the other, the other thing is, is I, I actually think Boris Johnson doesn't have the guts to go out on WTO terms. I think he, again, does what he always does, which is play to the crowd, tell people what they want to hear. Yeah, because he's a Brexiteer, essentially. He, he is, but he was a last minute Brexiteer. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's literally videos of him. from Sitting on the fence, yeah, yeah. 14 being like... Um, you know, no one's talking about leaving the single market. That would be bananas. And now, like, like just because he's playing to a crowd. Yeah. Didn't Theresa May sit on the fence as well? No, she was Remain. She was she was Remain. She was Remain, She wasn't, like, very, like, strong, but she was campaigning for him. Yeah. Oh, so she was, like, sort of... I think, well, she campaigned. A bit wishy-washy. It's a shame, really, because... Um, more than Corbyn. I quite... I, I, thought, I thought David Cameron done quite a good job as a Prime Minister, but... And In hindsight, looking back at what we... Well, yeah, yeah but, I mean, it, it's just a shame, really, that he... Um, he put that in the manifesto and That's he, what he, was. And he, he was a remainer through and through wasn't yeah. he? so you know to step down was probably the right thing but i don't know he, I don't he know. should have never been a part of the tory manifesto to be honest i, I think it's because he didn't think they were going to win a majority yeah. Yeah. and no one did and no yeah, one did exactly. yeah it was desperate yeah yeah, yeah. um but I, I mean the most regrettable thing about this entire like, fiasco is that basically now your politics are defined just your cultural identity everything is defined whether you're a remainer or a lever and actually that's not it things don't fall into those neat boxes no. like a lot of probably a lot of levers i have the same sort of you know i have the same sort of social aspirations in terms of wanting more investment in the nhs wanting more so, social services more investment in public realm and you might find there's a lot of remainers who are more free market that you don't agree with yeah because that the system is now broken, everything is divided into either A or B, and it's kind of a nonsense. Which is why I was saying that something in terms of Brexit needs to happen. We either need to leave or we need to remain as quickly as possible so that we can focus on the real so important we can issues. Move on, yeah. yeah, we need to move on and focus on the the the, the important issues. The the fact that. Brexit is still looming and it, there's no decisions made is the reason why we're divided into two camps. But but my concern is after the results of the last sort of 48 hours, yeah. that being able to draw a line under the sand and just move on, I actually think that's got further away. Yeah. Because yep. the idea of having a... Because uh, Theresa May's agreement, nobody likes it, but it is a compromise. Yeah. And if Labour to come forward with something, it would be a compromise, like a soft Brexit, where Brexit is done... There's some people who are pissed off that the way it's done. There's some people who's pissed off that it's done at all, but actually we could probably move forward. And that scenario, I think, is far more unlikely now than it was. But to be ago. quite honest, if we leave with no deal, it, we still put it to bed. I mean, and then we'd have to focus on the issues at hand. You I, I think you'd have a whole new set of issues. But well, there would be issues. We but to be to quite negotiate how we deal with the European. Yeah, yeah but to, I, I, but to I, be quite honest, think, yeah. to be quite honest, we could move away from the whole Brexit thing in terms of that being the thing because. Once it happens, you're not gonna. You can't then. You can't then take it back. So once it happens, here, we still have to negotiate how we're gonna like. It, it, indeed, but that, I but that I, moves I away from Brexit. So the I agree with what Shane's saying. Once it's done, it's done. With, rather with what Jazzy's saying now about it being everyone's put in the two box category, which is true. And, it, indeed, and, you know, and there are people that are more middle ground and sort of crisscross between the two. 
with different views and different opinions. But I suppose a no deal, rather than drag it on, it's done, it's done. And then and we're then, all pulling then, in the same direction then in terms you can of move getting forward. deals. Yeah. But I know it will be difficult. To be quite honest, it once it happens, or once we remain, or once we leave, or whatever's decided, as soon as that happens, then we all pull together as a nation to get the best deals possible. So then we're not divided anymore, because you can't keep moaning about something that's already happened. I think, the diff- I think you can't talk about the idea of moving on under a no-deal Brexit without talking about the fact that we're in this time now, on, like, Trump, Brexit, whatever, where people don't believe what experts tell them anymore. Yeah. So from all the analysis, I can I understand. I don't claim to be a trade expert, but No Deal would be very, 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 very. It would be a massive uh, shock to the economy. Oh, definitely. And I've said this before. Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, it's already happened. And all right, we didn't have the sort of doomsday uh, project fear scenario that George George Osborne predicted, but there have been job losses because of Brexit. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Like, look at the um, the steel factory in in the news last week, and all the car manufacturing that they're they're not progressing. Like, they'll never a car manufacturer will never say it's because of Brexit because they've got to sell their products to 52% of the nation that yeah. voted Brexit. Yeah. So they're not going to piss them off. But to say that it has had no impact on the uh, on, on the economy is, is a fallacy. So the problem is, is I my, my personal view is that a no-deal Brexit would be so catastrophic that we'd be dealing with a whole load of other stuff. Um, yeah. And it, w- it would do anything but put the... But what, the, the, from what we've had, and saying that Theresa May... Her, her deal that was on the table was a compromise and the British public and Parliament wasn't happy with that. When Europe aren't going to give us any more than what was already agreed, so then what do we do? We either accept what Theresa May had on the table or we have no deal. Yeah, That's right, the two yeah. options. Or, or no Brexit. Or, or no Brexit. Which, which, which I think I'd, would be equi- which, would, which would be great. For me, as a Remainer, it would be great. But I don't see that happening. That's, n- that's not well. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, not going to happen. And the problem... a mockery of the whole system. Would, but also, would, also what, what would happen if that happens is that a few years down the line, we'll inevitably have another referendum to say whether we want to come out of Europe again. Which is why... The fact that it was voted for, it, I know the margins were very tight. I don't think there'd ever be another referendum. <laughs> I've been there banned. I, <laughs> I don't know. No, but I know the margins were tight. But if you, Even if, if we stayed in, I don't if think we stayed in, no, I, I reckon there will. I reckon, I reckon one of the political parties will think to themselves, "Bang! How can we get votes? Right? We'll play on the fact that we remained after the, the Brexit party." Yeah, we'll, we'll play on the fact that we remained after the public said that they wanted to leave. So we'll play on that, and that would become their that would become the key point in their manifesto, and someone will use it. And if that if that party happens to get in, we'll find ourselves with another referendum. I think that the o- I think the only feasible thing that can happen is we have to leave. Otherwise, this Brexit thing is going to be brought up time and time again. Do you think if if uh, when if we leave, do you think that will be the fall of the European Union? Sorry, sorry to break up your flow. I just want a beer. <laughs> I, I just need. Uh, no, that's fine. I fancy a beer as well, actually. It's this talk. It's always making me um, quite thirsty. Thank do you, you very think, much. Do you think that would be the fall of the European Union? No, I don't. I think the European Union is is something that's is something that is never going to go away. Because you see, um, Le Pen in France, uh, Marine Le Pen. Yeah, she um, she got um, a huge amount of votes, didn't she? For the she, for the. Um, she did less worse, worse than, than last time, though. Oh, did she? she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh, did. Like, she, like, she's actually fallen. So what she did? Well, the like, her father. Election. Yeah, no, yeah. Her father's in the European. Her election. father's main policies or ideas was pretty much down the far right racial sides. What she's tried to do is she's tried to distance herself from her dad and try to come across as a legitimate well, political she, party. Uh, she's exactly the same as Nigel. Uh, Farage. Aren't they just yeah. kind of yeah. exactly? Yeah. Aren't they more? I see more alt right than far 
right like her father or yeah, that's what she tried to do she to get votes what she's tried to do she's tried to distance herself from her father so that she doesn't look like she's that outright racist who wants to kick out everyone who's not um basically french born and bred um and sort of create this legitimate party which is what most of these far-right people do like the bmp yeah. tried to do it obviously didn't work but this is what most of these far-right these far-right movements do is they try to then they know that the whole violence thing the whole the whole hatred against a, a particular race doesn't work so what we'll do is we'll try to legitimize ourselves by creating a political party which never it never works i mean but to, to mike's question though do you think that there's a is there a future for the EU beyond? I do, like, I, do. Know, I do. I don't think the EU... I actually think they're stronger now. Yeah, they are stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. indeed. I agree. Turnout in this this election was higher than last time and it was the highest in the last... For, for, for the UK or for every... Everyone. It was it was up from 42% to 51% or something like that. So people now are more engaged uh, with, with the European politics than they ever have been. I do think it strengthens their hand. And plus, I don't think we're particularly perceived as good guys in terms of the European no, no, Union you've anyway got, you've got you've got Italy you've got France and you've got the UK where we've got a strong sort of populist anti-Brexit uh, anti-EU sort of sentiment yeah. and, and that's represented in in our politics but in Spain the Netherlands uh, um, Germany yeah. they're all you know they're all electing quite pro-EU uh, that's what I mean and because MEPs. we're seen as the bad guys essentially by the people that are pro-EU yeah. I think it just strengthens the position of the EU Andrew, you know we came bottom of Eurovision as well yeah, like, yeah. Is that, oh, we always yeah, do we always do yeah, but, but that's, yeah. that's political that's, that's, that's got nothing that to do with talent has that been since the Iraq war though like I swear since yeah. the, no 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 I no, swear no. there's a nil point final isn't it we have never ever done well in Eurovision we won it like I remember in the 90s yeah but no that was Buck I think back then it was far less political now it just tends to be it tends to be really political now so you'd have the eastern block you'll have the eastern block that will use their first second and third votes for other eastern block countries it's all political now I mean we we sometimes get a vote from Ireland or something like that it's all it's all it's all blocks not buying that no, no, we do. No, it's all Ireland. It's got it's got nothing to do with talent. The Eurovision has nothing to do with talent anymore. It's all political. Yeah. I mean, one of my biggest uh, frustrations with the whole thing is actually so much Eurovision. Of that we'll be talking you mean, about. Eurovision. No, no, I don't give a shit oh, okay, about Eurovision. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but but with Brexit, is that actually we don't talk about some of the big questions that actually matter to 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 our country and actually are relevant. Um, to, to whether we want to be a member of the EU or not, or how we want our membership to be. So we hardly ever talk about, you know, the ever-increasing uh, integration or, um, uh, you know, what what role we want in the world or actually how important in, uh, the EU is in, in, you know, managing things like issues with data, cybersecurity, climate change, like handling Russia. That on a national level is hardly ever talked about. All we do talk about is the phallus, like the, the, the promised land of how we're going to be this buccaneering, entrepreneurial, you know, uh, free, independent. You can't see, but I'm doing air quotes. In <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We can see. We can see. Yeah, yeah, we can oh, see. We can see. Yeah. yeah. Independent nation, like that, is free from our shackles of like the bureaucracy of the. Everyone e could see you weren't serious there, Jess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of the 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 EU sort of um, restraining our entrepreneurial spirit, like that. That's the thing that that is more in the public domain rather than actually having a legitimate conversation about you know what parts of the EU are positive, what parts. Are, are challenging and what do we want to do with that and, and that's why I thought that actually even just the premise of the whole uh, referendum was just 
odd to me because I never even thought about it prior to that. You know, like I wasn't walking around and thinking, oh, the EU's stressing me out. I want to get out of the EU. You know, I mean, I, that's why I didn't even understand the point of the the whole thing. It was just so alien to me. And and you know, I think I think if there's one thing that's happened in the last three years that everyone's a lot more Absolutely. learned about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, and I I agree with that. Was it like post like Brexit? Like what well, post like? voting to leave or was it the biggest search was what is the EU or something yeah, for me still it's very silly but thing. I think that's just the state of politics in general I mean a lot of people just vote on political soundbites so you'll have people that um, will vote just based on one sentence that a politician says I'm not saying everybody does that but no, the vast majority of people yeah. do that no no yeah. I mean that was shown today uh, in, in the results today that the, the parties that did best had the easiest answers yeah yeah, like, like I, I'm very pro Remain, but I don't think a second referendum is is the is the right response to a lot of things. Yeah, you know, like the country is in a different place now than it was three years ago. Yeah, you can't now that the genie's out the box or whatever they're saying is you can't put it back. You in. can't put it exactly. And I, I agree with that. Genie in a box. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Re- remix that song. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree with that. But yeah. The thing is, I mean, it would be great for us to have these conversations in 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 the in the political forum. But the problem is, is that political parties and politicians will pander to the majority to get votes if the vast majority of people are making decisions based on particular sentences they're not gonna they're not gonna want to have these conversations because it's counterproductive to what they're trying to achieve as politicians as as political parties what you'd need is you'd need the the population as a as a whole to actually care about each and every aspects of the political spectrum rather than just that particular part suits me so i vote for that party and not really research what the rest of their what the rest of their their ideology is about so i i kind of feel that we would never be in a position where we can have these frank discussions from our politicians to us as a general public because people don't they don't want to listen to that yeah yeah i think as well you can't talk about brexit without really mentioning the sort of 30 years of uh, political apathy that's that's preceded it so you had you know thatcher followed by new labor mm-hmm. followed by the cameron government and and basically after thatcher anyway you saw both major political parties moving to the center ground yeah adopting a neoliberal policy uh, platform where you know there was ever increasing investment into the cities uh, the southeast and you, you had a lot of places that are neglected so most people think you know the the most common thing not that i ever go knocking on the doorstep but you hear people saying is whatever who cares about politicians they're all the exactly same. and and that and that is not that is less true now than it's ever been but it does but probably people feel it's more true now than it's ever been and it's, it's actually pretty depressing it is and i don't know how you like i mean we've had so many years now of this whole brexit thing looming and people being well having apathy with politics in general that um how do you how do you how do you engage the public again to care and how do you engage the public to to want to be involved with taking our country forward rather than just sort of i think this whole thing has done has done much more more damage with the um relationship between the public and politicians yeah, absolutely. Than, than, than good. It's, I, I think it's trashed. Um, well, trust more than anything everything. in our lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I Well, just because of all, like, um, they're talking about Brexit and we're going to leave on such such a date. Oh, no, we'll actually, well, we'll leave on this date instead. And then we'll, leave. but just the you whole thing, like the, the, three hundred, the 350 million plastered across the side of buses that are driving around London and it's all bullshit. If anyone actually bothered to take the time out to actually read yeah. 15 yeah. seconds worth of reading, yeah. it's all rubbish. But it's those sorts of lies 
and the scaremongering from the Remain side as well yeah, 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 and yeah, all that exactly. sort of stuff. But it's just done so... It's increased the gap between the public and politicians but you, wider, but wider saying, than like, it's ever been. I suppose no one's paid for that though, have they? Like... That was said. No one's really been held accountable for that. Yeah, you were saying that before, weren't you? D- yeah. But who are we meant to hold it to account? That's what I, I mean. Who, the, that's leave, the, the, leave, the people who campaigned for leave, they were talking about the three hundred. But it's cross party. So how do you? How you can't hold well, individuals? EU is like is an organisation. It's like they're funded by Aaron Bank banks. Yeah, whatever. there's a lot yeah. been a lot in the news about him. Yeah. But yeah. then I suppose mate, not even what. The, so blame them. You're saying just for only one part of it. But it's but what Mike's talking about is a much wider. Uh, I think a much, much wider. wider mm. Yeah, in terms of Brexit, it's very difficult to pinpoint blame well, the because we heads for, for the Leave campaign were talking about. They were referencing that stat yeah. as well. Yeah. but none of them has been held accountable for. But how it's difficult to hold it's individuals hard to accountable. Hold someone accountable for that. You can hold really? parties I mean, accountable. What could you do? Yeah, you can hold accountable. It just feels weird. There's been no there's electoral law. But I mean, you know, no, you I agree say with you. But I'm just like, saying, how do you do it? How David, do you hold David Cameron account? said that there would be World War Three. Should he be held accountable for that? Say, say that again. He definitely should be held. Accountable. He said that there would be World War Three if if Brexit was achieved. Well, he left. No, but that's what I'm saying. But you can't but, hold but, him accountable but, for that because he's just said I mean, it, isn't like, he? Say the, the politicians I mentioned, like say the figureheads for leave, I suppose go mm. like Johnson and Farage. Yeah, they, they, they haven't been. But they, yeah, they've yeah. all they've all won re-elections or. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. They've contributed to yeah, this yeah. to this like breakdown in 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 the relationship. Yeah, like they've all they've all almost profited. From I it. think they all have. But then then they've the, all contributed to the it the in one way or another. Side, yeah, yeah, and all sides, all sides have contributed. But to then, this then breakdown but to say that the, pub, yeah. the, only, the people yeah. who are at fault are then us as voters. Who else is at fault? Uh, uh, you're right. Gonna, like, you're right. We should take a bit of. No, yeah, you're right. Like the person who can't be bothered to read exactly. So we're at fault. We're wanting to hold them to account for political. Sound bites, but as you were saying, Jazz, if you took 15 seconds to actually read things, yeah, then oh, Mike, sorry, that's fine. That's, that's, if you, if you took 15 seconds to, <laughs> if you took 15 seconds, because I'm the only white one here, isn't it? That's why, that's fine. So maybe we have to stand up and take some responsibility for, for us voting these people in. Like you're saying that the figureheads of the Leave campaign are not being held to account and they're getting re elected. That we're the people no, who no, are re electing them. I was so. gonna like take you to a account, oh, really? Yeah, no. Like in the sense that I think when we first talked about like um, Brexit in the first podcast, I think yeah, one you, one thing you said which I kind of talked to her and I almost did was if it, instead of rather than having a protest vote and just voting for whoever, yeah, yeah. you like spoil your ballot. Abstain. Abstain. I, I, yeah. Like I was thinking, I was thinking of doing that, spoil, spoiling my rather than just abstaining, but spoiling my ballot. Actually, actually going, yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I, I changed. I changed. My, some. I read something that changed my mind at the end, you and I voted. You voted Change UK, I didn't did. you? I actually did. I actually <laughs> did. That, that, I actually did. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I heard actually, if Change UK had just gone with Lib Dems, it would, like Lib Dems would have. Yeah, I heard they were thinking of like trying to join like a pro remate. So you actually took what I said on board? Well, sometimes you say, oh, sometimes, sometimes you make sense, Shane. I love you, Ed. I swear you said spoil your ballot rather than abstain. Either way, I mean, you can spoil your ballot or you can abstain. I, what I don't agree with is the fact when, and the, it's basically what's got us in this situation now, where you're, you're not quite understanding what a certain political party is about. And you've heard a political soundbite from this party and you think, I like that. And you go and, and you go and vote, not understanding what it is that you're voting for if you don't understand i would prefer that that person abstains because you're, you're saying i don't I, I think in that situation then you shouldn't have a uh, a referendum so i think i think that's the crux of that point is that it's a simple yeah, yeah. you just just don't have the referendum yeah. you know what i mean because you're it's the the assumption there is that like you said everyone has some level of understanding what's going on and i just don't think people did 
Exactly, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. that. So yeah. don't even have the vote at all. And and that's what... Well, we don't have a time machine. Though. We, I mean, no, 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 we should go... Yeah, yeah. What, what my point is in that case is that, yeah, so y- you have to cater politics to everyone. And within that sort of uh, mindset, then you must know that not everyone has the same level of understanding mm. of all your things. I mean, I'm going to say for myself, I mean, I don't want to think about... Like, let's just say if there was a vote for everything, you know. I don't want that, you know. I, I, really like to, I don't want to think about much at all. I don't think anyone does. I don't think yeah. anyone so wants that. you just that. want them to just deal with it. And you're but right. They, and but that's, that's why we elect them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're there to represent yeah. us. So yeah. That in itself is an honest point of view. That yeah. I think a lot of people would say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't but we elect our politicians to make... The didn't think that they were going to get votes. That's why it was in there. But in, the reason the we elect the reason we elect people is to is to make decisions on our behalf. It's right. not so that you can come back and ask me what I want. Yeah. That's not why you were elected. But, Neville but, and dictator. Right, maybe, yeah? Is that what you want oh, now? Oh man, that'd be the best. <laughs> China. Yeah. Well, why don't we go around the table and say what we think should happen now? Because we spent a, a good long idea. time. That's a good spent idea. A long time, like lamenting, and it's such an easy thing to do. Just lament the last sort of three, four years. But what? what I'll go. I'll like, go that, last. All right, go on then. Oh, he's going. Shane, you want to go first? Uh, so, 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 can you phrase the question to me? No, no, so, so, okay, so we've, we 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 look we're looking as if we're going to get a um uh, uh somewhat very Brexity prime minister coming forward. Yeah, you know, we've had the EU elections. We 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 we've all said what we have about you know trying to bring the country together and um and what the, the ever increasing polarization of the debate. So, in that context, what do you think the right way forward would be? If I'm completely honest. I'm a massive Remainer and I would love to remain, but I, I, I do feel that we just need to to come out of of Euro, of the European Union. Under under what uh, under what sort of treaty? Under a, a preferably under a deal, um, preferably still in the single market. But because of the free movement of people and a lot of the campaigning was on off the back of immigration, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna remain in the single market. So the only thing. Uh, I would love to. I would love to come out and remain in the single market, but I don't think it's going to happen. So the only thing that I can see is that we come out with some sort of some sort of trade deal with the EU and just crack on from there. But we need to. We do need to come out now. It, it's dragged on for too long. Hmm. Mike, I'm not going next. I have no idea. Oh, but no, I agree with what Shane just said there. Okay. I, agree. I agree. I mean, I voted leave, but I agree with what Shane just said. It's gone on far too long. It has We're gone on far too long. Said, yeah? knackered yeah we are knackered top to bottom and like i said the 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 the, this is is widening the longer this goes on the wider the gap is between politicians and the public and the wider the gap will become in as in the split in the country uh with remain and leave so the longer it goes on it's not going to get any better we could have a civil war I'll we could I'll, potentially have a civil no, no, but I mean, I, I mean, this is this is this is the sort of political thing that starts civil wars. Sorry to interject there, but they, they, you know, maybe in less stable countries. I don't think. But as Michael yeah. was saying, if the gap between the remainers and the leavers gets wider, it could it could get to that point. I can't I can't see that, but I agree, I agree with yeah I agree yeah. with what you say. It needs to be it needs to be sorted. Yeah, am I going next? I think you are. (laughs) Edward's just waiting to hear what everybody else says. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Edward's the ultimate fencer. I love him. (laughs) I was remain, mate. I was remain. But so I I, before before this weekend, I dilly dallied a lot between a second referendum or a soft Brexit, and ultimately I thought, you know what? In my heart of heart, I think if there was a second referendum, I think actually remain. We would lose again. Yeah, remain. I think because it's so easy to come out with the message, tell them again. Like the leave, the leave message would be so powerful. 
Um, I, and I don't. I think the Remain forces, have we seen, they're too sporadic. There's too many people in, pulling in. There's no one party direction. for it. There's, there's no, no one party. Yeah. Can I just say something? I mean, about you've only got to look at there. look at the, the Brexit party, what they've done in the yeah, exactly. in the EU, and, been going and for that, six, that's seven all. Weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, but, but that's, they were UKIP before. That's all. That's all just to stick it to the man. That's what it is. Can I just powerful narrative? The two things that you are actually saying that you are and ahhing about, so a soft Brexit or a second referendum. I actually think that neither of those things are going to happen. No, that, that, you didn't let me. So oh, right, okay, so, sorry. So I think. Yeah, Damn I think the, <laughs> oh, no, sorry. The, the I've space, had a couple of beers. The space for a um, soft, soft, ref, uh, soft referendum, the soft Brexit, has actually disappeared. I, I don't, and I don't think. I think we will get someone who's quite hard line, and they're not going to be able to take that back. It's going to have to be either a, a WTO Brexit, yeah. um, or or uh, um, something very, very hard. And I think in that space, it's not an ideal situation, but we. My hope is that Labour come out a lot more powerfully, a lot more unequivocally, and basically say well, we need to have a, a, a second referendum now to, because under under the under the guise that we know a lot more now than we did three. Do you years have faith ago. in Corbyn and no, the leadership? No, no, I don't have. I don't have any faith in Corbyn. I mean, on the news today, he was like he just repeating the same stuff. I mean, there's there's some good politicians in Labour who are basically standing up and saying you know the country is broken there's a lot of problems with things but I, I think Brexit is not the answer that you're looking for and I just wish that, that who are those um, voices I mean there's a um, uh, an MP from um, Birmingham Phillips. called Jess oh, yeah, Phillips yeah. Um, she, she's the one who's been having all this trouble with the guy from UK okay. um, uh, she, she's really yeah. good um, they tend not to be from the Corbyn faction because Corbyn is he's, he's obviously the world's like least secret Brexiteer um, he's generally a bit a little bit happy about it keir starmer i That's think is, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly he's he's a, he's a powerful voice um even tom watson yeah. has been uh see i i quite like tom watson yeah. i do quite like he's tom watson yeah, yeah i do i didn't at first no you're right i didn't at first but i, I do actually quite like tom yeah. watson this might yes. be another pod but i swear i feel like corbyn is kind of flopped in a way like he's, a, he's yeah. a i kind of felt that he had he had put himself in a in a brilliant position to take the labor party forward and then he just absolutely nosedive and i've i I can't pinpoint when that happened. I think it was actually Brexit, not taking a stance on Brexit. Yeah. I think that's when he just nosedived because up to that point, I was thinking, wow, this guy can actually, you know, he can bring something different to the what table as soon as he had to make a decision. Though. No, but his his ideal scenario, I mean, the thing is, I had this, Corbyn, there's so many things. Like one, one, I think that uh, Corbyn actually, you can't look at him and say it's separate from Brexit. Corbyn was a protest vote and a, uh, an, an anti sort of neoliberal Blairite, uh, you know, Cameron do, era. Do you mean to win the, the Labour election? Do you mean? No, no, not student vote. I, I mean that I think that you you can't consider the fact that Corbyn's come to lead uh, the Labour Party and Brexit has happened. They're not separate issues. Mm. It's the same issue. It's that it's that there's factions of our society that are looking for some a new way forward. Yeah, exactly. That it's, it's a protest against like neoliberalism. So a little bit more socialism rather than think, the, think, the status quo. Whether it be because yeah. I think it's there's a lot of socialism because it, people are. People are going for something different on the right. People are going for something different yeah, absolutely. on the left. Absolutely, they exactly. just want something different. Exactly, and um, and I think, but but I think the difficulty is is that Corbyn actually things that get him out of bed are probably more foreign policy issues. Like yes, he's he's big on anti austerity, but he's not. If you listen to what he says, he's not across the detail on the anti austerity message. That's more John McDonald. He's not really talking. He doesn't really speak much about domestic politics no, at no, all. He's, he's yeah. much bigger on like like Israel Palestine yeah, foreign uh, policy you know, basically. Yeah, foreign yeah. Policy. and average Joe on the street doesn't give a shit about yeah. uh, foreign policy. Yeah. And and that's the big dilemma. And then he's created this cult sort of following about him because it's become about the sort of direction of the Labour Party rather than, uh, you know, would, is Corbyn electable? And 
the thing is, I actually, I'm of the point of view, I don't think whoever's prime minister is just a figurehead. It's the intellectual body behind them that's the, the most important. He's kind of trading thing. on his record as a backbench MP, like his voting record. Yeah. But like when he when he came when he's became leader, he's kind of just been like anyone else in a way. He's kind of played the game when he hasn't. When kind of what's needed is for him to actually be that rebel yeah. that he that he was like portrayed to be. But he hasn't, I don't I'm think he'll survive as leader for the next general anyway. I think, I mean, look, I'm not ageist, but to bring his age in, he's not a young man. So, he's the 70th birthday. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to want to retire at some point and to survive until 2022. I don't, I don't. mean, actually, I was thinking that as well. I, was like, I meant to survive as, as, as the leader of the Labour Party until then, at his age. Before yeah. gout sets in. <laughs> No, but at his age to survive, I, 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 I don't think he, I don't think he'll be leader by the I next general election. <laughs> go on then, Nav. What do you reckon? You reckon go on, Nav. climate change is all going to be technology or sort of? No, so, so, so is this is the question what I want or I want what I think? What, will you, what you think should happen? Oh, what I think should happen is that they'll cancel the whole thing, whole thing, um, and uh, and I want that to happen too. So um, yeah, I th- I, that's that's my hope. But um, do I think that'll happen? I don't know. Maybe. It, it would be nice. nice. It would be nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get it all and it's just a bad dream and let's just move on. It all goes to the pub and like blow What was it called? Is it, is it, is it, yeah, is it dynasty? Yeah, blow over. <laughs> is, it, is it dynasty where at the end it was yeah, all yeah, a dream? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was just one something like that, yeah. Everyone wakes up in the shower and is like, oh, it's damn. It's, oh my God, wow. No, that was Dallas. <laughs> is it Dallas? Yeah, my mum was a big Dallas fan. Your mum, yeah. Dallas. Not me, I've never seen an episode. 100%. But you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, because my mum loved hey, it. It's all right, mate. All friends. Here. I know it's all, all right. Friends. My mum loved all it. <laughs> anyway. They've remade it, haven't they? Yeah, they yeah. did. They did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Let so, go on. Now you've listened to everyone else. Yeah, yeah go on, Edward. I agree with Master Fencer. Oh, what? We all said vastly different things. To be honest, not really. I don't think so. I think around the table, apart from Nav, it was pretty much consistent. Yeah, I suppose it is. I wanted us to remain. I suppose the way things are now. I guess I think I guess we should just leave. I kind of just I think I'm knackered. I kind of just want it over and done with. Although I wish like people would come to their senses and just be like, "This is a bad idea," but that's not going to happen. So I think I think the ma- my main thing, the main thing I've been thinking about all this as it's been going is that regardless of what happens, I'm I'm not I'm not leaving. The, I'm not gonna if we leave with a hard deal. I'm not gonna fly off to Spain and like recreate my life there I'm I'm staying here so I think whatever whatever situation we find ourselves in it's got to make the best of it regardless that's kind of regardless of what happens that's kind of like where I'm at like that's personally what that's what most Bre- yeah, I'm, Brexiteers I'm kind of just say like, I'm kind of just work. I'd rather if we didn't have to go through all this but whatever happens just have to that's what, most- that's what most Brexiteers say funny enough they say you know well we'll just whatever happens we'll just stand on our own and we'll it's get not so it. much stand on our own because like, we, we can't no one I think a thing I heard, like um, I think I read in the like Economist or something like that, is that there's basically three rulemakers in the world, like America, China, and the EU. And if you're not part of them, then you're taking rules from them. And we're leaving like one of the the major players to stand on our own. And I don't think like um, either the politicians don't really understand or they're they're misleading people, or the general public don't really understand what we're getting ourselves into here. Well, maybe it's the re-establishment of the British Empire. Maybe that's what they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that pisses me off the most, actually, is when people say, we beat the Germans twice before, we can beat them a third yeah, time. Yeah, but we beat them with oh, so much help. <laughs> and also, we're not leaving Germany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not even that anymore. It's not even... I just... 
I'm knackered as well. I think I, I, I agree with Mike. I'm knackered. I just kind of want some sort of resolution. I think a lot of people are knackered. Yeah. I just, I, and it's funny. It's about to get a lot more knackering. As a staunch Remainer, I'm just, I just want us to leave now, and it's bad because I want us to leave just so we can focus on some other shit. I don't think you're alone in thinking that, yeah. but um, yeah, I just, I think we're we're reaching anything but a resolution. I think we've basically just done a full round and we're back where we started. Indeed. Anyway, on that note, anyway, on that note <laughs> I just want to say good luck to Arsenal in the Europa League on Wednesday. To me. What, what, what is oh, that? I thought he was talking about that, that the airline yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he got his tickets to back home. Yeah, exactly. That's the only airline. I didn't want to spill over my pocket. <laughs> You've taken a holiday, Shane. What's going on? Hmm? Never mind. That's a bad joke. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I accept it. I accept it. I'm, 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 when I'm, you edit, Ed, can you put like the tumbleweed noise in when you make that joke? I'll try. I'll try. Thank you. Anyway, like, so is this it, or do we want to talk about Game of Thrones? I think we should do a round of score, score predictions. Score predictions, okay. Or, uh, right. yeah. yeah, score I, predictions. I, I don't want to do that. Oh, we have to nab, I'm sorry. Well, just, uh, I think uh, Game of Thrones should maybe be the first one of another one because I, I, I want yeah. to express my disgust in it. And my disdain as well. I've got a lot of feelings. Yeah. Right. I've, got, I've got a lot of feelings. <laughs> I was going to say that. I thought it was right. I hated sorry, it. Guys. I hated it. I watched seven seasons to be treated to a load of shit on the eight. Do you know what, right? We got to, the, obviously, the, the first episode of season... But just like, like the first episode of season eight and Charlie was like, right, when this is done, we're going back to the beginning. We're watching season one to eight and we're going to do the whole lot. And I was like, yeah, sweet. All right, fine. You know, take up some time, whatever, in the evenings. It got to the last episode of season eight, and I said to her, if you want to watch that again, you're doing it on your own. I'm not fucking wasting my life again. Nah. That's, this is how I felt after Lost. I know, Nav, you oh, liked Lost. Oh. Nav, you liked Lost, but like... Um, Don't upset him. No, but... Exactly. <laughs> that was in a good mood. No, but like... I <laughs> know, oh, you're going to make, you're gonna make a, a lot of nice smile disappear. And, like, I gave up TV. Like, when, you, when, when we talk about films and TV, and, and I haven't watched any of them, it's because yeah. of Lost. Yeah, yeah. any it's of them. It's because of Lost. And, and now... That's a, that's I, a I, I committed to... But, but he, didn't, he, did, he didn't actually get the ending. I committed... So that we had this no, 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 no one got the ending. No one got the ending. He said, oh, so they were dead the whole time. I was like, oh... No, I don't... I don't just forget no, it. No, like, it was... <laughs> the right, I've never I've never watched a single episode. Hey, don't bother me. Of Lost. I watched the first season, and I liked it. And then when I started seeing the reviews of the second season, I was well, like... Season oh. one and two, I felt were really good. But there was a right... How many story. seasons? Three, four, five, six. I, I, I got your back now. I liked it. How many seasons it. were there? Six. And I think season yeah, one and two right. were great. They were some of the best like TV. But like I said, you didn't understand it. So then it's just... It's not, it's, it's it's not, not about understanding. It's just, it's just poorly, it's just poorly written. It's just poorly written. I never, I never said that. Oh, oh, Jazz, you were there. Did you not say that? <laughs> I, 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 no comment. Oh, Jazz, we were there. I can't remember. I genuinely... I genuinely can't remember. Jazz is the moral compass of this like pod, yeah? And if he says he doesn't remember, then... I can't believe he said he didn't remember. That's annoying. I love it. Nava's been so placid about the chat about Brexit. I can't believe he That's it, yeah, he literally never said a word pretty much with that whole thing. And now all of a sudden, he's going to pop away. Let's explore this. I think we should explore this. Yeah, okay. Well, Ed, what what did you understand about the ending? Of but I haven't got a dog in this fight because I, I've not seen a single you know episode. So I, I see what we could say for the next pod. You take the next three days off work <laughs> and watch it. <laughs> no, I, feel, I feel like the general consensus is I'll be fucking depressed by the time it comes. <laughs> no, you, you're there was a, a writer journey. strike. Was it season three or four? four season four, and then like it kind of just tanked from there. But also, I think for me, 
they had a concept. concept. They had like, they had, like we're gonna do this. A good one. They had a good concept, but then it wasn't like they didn't have like a full story. They kind of just were American shows. What was that? Actually, let me let me say with American shows have a premise, and they suppose they they have to they they keep they keep like doing serious because it's making money and whatever. They just string it along. I don't think it's that. I think it's more to do with the fact that um, with American shows, you always have to leave it in a in a place that's pretty much finished because they can just get cancelled. So they don't write beyond a certain point because if you think to yourself, right, I'm going to string out. I've got. Uh, ideas for 10 seasons worth of, of content you could be cancelled by the third and to, as a creative person who's writing this you kind of want some closure at the end of every season because you don't know whether you're going to be I renewed think so, like that, no so I think what they do is they write for the first three seasons and after the third season it's like tack-ons well that that's not really like that's not really benefiting that but I'll I'll take that I'll take that explanation I think uh, that's I pretty much what, what happens with American. After season three, it was shit. No, I'm not saying that because I didn't watch it yeah. beyond that point. What I'm saying is, is I'm saying that most most American TV shows, because because of how because of how um, harsh, man. <laughs> because of how volatile that market is, the writers will write for three seasons, and if they get renewed for a fourth season, it's almost like a tack on to what their original plan was, but. Maybe we should save this for Next like this. This, this is this yeah, is too. But there's no point because not all of us have watched it, and the, the fact that you don't understand the ending. It's not is, about. It's it not about understanding. It's just. It it's just like I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe the writers knew what they were doing. It's not about. Okay, okay Ed. Can you tell me what the ending of Lost is, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm interested <laughs> in this. No, literally, yeah, Ed, 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 Jazz, Jazz. Nav is looking very impassioned. No, no, Jazz, no, no, I think no. you're you're like the icebreaker. Yeah. You're the break here. Do you need to say <laughs> something? Tell him to tell us what happened at the end. Yeah. Ed, what happens in Ed, the end? Ed, what, what's your understanding of the end of Lost? They, basically, like I think at least the last few episodes of the last, from what I remember, they were in purgatory, and then they were kind of like um, going over their lives and whatever, and then like and the end. I, to be honest, I can't. It was a few years ago. I can't remember everything, but purgatory is part of it. And like, I remember it ended with them all getting together in a room and then a white light flashes. So it means they found their resolution. But you said they were dead the oh, whole Wait, wait, Jazz, is, did I say that? <laughs> Motherfucker. That's, that's, that's Nav's. Uh... But don't you have to so be dead Nav, to be Nav, what's your understanding of the end of it? Time, but like... I mean, it's not even about my understanding. This is what happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> there is no ambiguity here because it says it within the, it's the, the canon of the no, show. Wait, wait, but let me, I'm not saying the island was purgatory. I'm saying the last season ended with them in purgatory. Also, also canon is a great word. Yeah, I mean, um, you didn't say that, Ed, but and and and, and, and I know you're changing I'm, I'm it because not, I'm I broke not, it down for you. That I don't, to us, I don't even remember what you said. Oh yeah, you like like like. I want to hear this. Yeah, I want to. Edward, Edward, I'd like to hear what he's going to say. Please, I want to hear this. Run out of time here, so yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. You can do it on the Game of Thrones one. Quick, in a nutshell, now, now, how did it how did it end? In a nutshell. Well, okay, so the the plane crashed. They landed on the island. Yeah. Um, everything that happened on the island happened. A few of them escaped the island. Um, uh, and then the people that remained on the island there was this time jumping thing whatever and then they come back to the island and then they live their life and there's a new leader of the island and the, what's so special about the island is that they've um, it's the source of time so it's the it's the actual what's the word I'm looking for like a tangible version of time okay. so there, within the within this cave area there's they've, it's like a river and that's time like in solid form yeah. or liquid form rather mm. and, and that's why that island is special they protect it and they elect a new leader and so on and so forth and, oh. and that's yeah. and so basically they're protecting time yeah, yeah. 
What don't what you get about that, Ed? Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a single episode, and I've got it in about 35 you, seconds. You've got Nav's version of it. Well, well, it sounds pretty solid to me. Sure, sure. It sounds pretty solid. No, yeah, I mean, you're talking about purgatory and white well, lights and shit, and he's pretty much laid it out. So, so, okay, so with, with purgatory, the, the problem with... So the writers were trying to... All this to is getting cut out, by the way, just saying. No, it's not. It's no, not. Like, no, 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 I want to hear it. No, no, no. Uh, the whole purgatory concept was because in season one, a lot of the fans were saying, oh, they're dead, they're dead, like the Sixth Sense kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and there was all these sort of ghost references. So in season six, I thought the writers were quite clever because they gave the uh, impression of an alternate timeline, which they, which they, which was uh, them, uh, every, after everything had happened, that's where they all meet. So it's, it, it's not the show was not about purgatory. Oh, I never all. said the show it's just was. A narrative. You, what, so no, you the just question you asked me is how did the show end? And I said they were no, in purgatory. No, I said what was the show No, you about? said how did the show end? Oh, we can. Oh, we can yeah, we can. We can. Yeah. How did the show end? That's, he's just no, explained no, it. That's, I'm saying oh. that's the question you asked me. No, no, I swear my question was, what was the show we, we, about? We, 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 can, yeah, we can, we can, we can. No, but the scene at the end, though, where they're in the church and they're all coming together, that is the alternative timeline. Yeah, no, no, no. All. So that is when after they've all died, like yeah. thousands yeah, of years, exactly. or whenever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, they're all meeting together. And I think at that point... So that is about the afterlife. And is that... Exactly. But that wasn't what the whole narrative of the show was about. I'm saying the ending was shit. I feel like I might watch it. Check it out. I it's feel good. like I might watch it. It's, it's, uh, I think it's on Prime, actually. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Do, hey, if you want to waste yeah. your life. Also, you, you have to appreciate it. it was the first. I, I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but Lost was one of the first shows that made like brought cinematic yeah. quality. It was the most expensive. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was that that brought that was like worldwide phenomenon when it lost. And twenty four. It's pretty much what kicked off. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much what kicked off stuff 24. like The Walking Dead and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. Twenty four, like the first, the first series I watched. Prison, but prison I'm like 24. I never only the watched. only the first series. Prison Break. That's another one that hurts me. That started off amazingly good, and then it just it tailed off and got really. I only watched shit. the first series of Twenty Four, and that was only because Alicia Cuthbert was. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The first season's really the only one worth watching. Yeah, not so much anymore though. Have you seen her? Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> she married. She married one of Justin Timberlake's backup dancers, which fucked me right off. But anyway, because you're like I dance better than him. <laughs> <laughs> you did your research, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we're, we're going to do score predictions right, then. Score predictions. Yeah. Go on, Edward. You Chelsea four nil. Yes. Three one Arsenal. Oh fuck off, Edward. Three <laughs> one Chelsea. Oh yeah, sorry, no, 4-0, that was a joke. I'm going to say 2-1 uh, Chelsea, I'll go. I'm, I'm going to go 2-1. The 1-1 the one, one after 90 minutes and then 2-1. It is extra time, right? It's extra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then 2-1 Chelsea. Mm. It's, it's weird because I support Chelsea, but I think Arsenal are going to win. So, uh, oh God, I don't know. 2-1 uh, Arsenal, I guess. 2-1 two, two, one, and they're all dead. Yeah, we're dead the whole time. We're dead. We're just playing a bunch of ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Champions League. Ed, we'll start with you. Go on, say something silly. 3 1 Liverpool. All right. 1 0 Tottenham. Ooh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to go 2 1 Liverpool. Oh, 3 1 Liverpool. Yeah, I, I think That's Liverpool. I think Dominic typical Tottenham Liverpool. pessimism, yeah. Really, I can't wait for Tottenham. We're like the same, though. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get why Man United fans like Tottenham so much. Uh, we hate Liverpool. <laughs> uh, that's, that's true. That's I'm, I'm pretty sure in within. I mean, I've spoken to a, a, a lot, a lot of Chelsea fans and West Ham fans, and 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 the only sets of fans that actually want Liverpool to win is Arsenal and Liverpool. Obviously, well, not even West Ham. No, I've spoken to. Well, I, I, I assume there are. 
But I've spoken to like diehard Chelsea fans, and they want Tottenham That's to win. I say, you know, the real rivalry is Arsenal Tottenham. Like West Ham. Well, kind possibly of kind of... no, but because there is there is there is a big rivalry with Chelsea and Liverpool, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, like say so, West Ham, they try to claim some sort of rivalry with you, but really, nah, they're, they're a chip shop club anyway. Yeah, it's really Arsenal Tottenham is the quintessential London rivalry. Really. I, Oh god, let's just end it there. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's uh, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, cheers, fellas. <laughs> what? Watch last. <laughs> don't, or don't watch last. <laughs>